Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Hanging out with you. Easy, what's up, man? How you feel? What's going on, man? We're about to get into the, another interview. We got Linnell coming on, and they know a little thing or two about sports. Yes, they do. So, Easy is correct. Our guest is Linnell Fletcher. All right. So, she's one half of the host of A Picture is Worth a Thousand Words podcast with her and her sister. And we're just going to look to be picking her brain about how they came together, where the love of sports came from, and just many other things. Easy, how you feel about talking to Linnell? Hey, I'm ready to get into it. Let's get into all the sports. Yes, let's talk about it. You are now listening to The Radio Show. All these horrible-ass drivers from the following states. Florida, New York, Delaware for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to The Radio Show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Got another episode of the Radio Show, the Aftermath on the air, and we got hanging out with us Linnell Fletcher. All right, she's one of the two hosts of the A Picture Is Worth a Thousand Words podcast. Linnell, thank you so much for making the time. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk sports. See what y'all got to say. Yeah, I mean, we got sports to talk with you about, and just other, you know, other things as well to get to, like you know, as far as knowing your story and everything. So, unfortunately, I'm gonna start off. My brother's gonna laugh at me, but I'm gonna start off with this going the cliche route here. So, you know, you're doing a sports show, so I guess we got to start in the obvious place, which is. What started your interest in sports? Was it a family member that maybe played, uh, someone you saw on TV, or were you playing yourself? What sparked that interest in being a sports fan? That's that's funny because my nieces were just asking us today, or yesterday, because um, we were watching a football game and they hate football. Um, but what started is, I guess I would say we grew up on Sundays instead of going to church, we grew up watching football. So um, yeah, until we were 10, we did both church and football. But yeah, um, on Sunday, all the TVs used to be on football. And so I grew up a Cowboys fan. 
and the rest of my house was San Fran. So it was you either the Cowboys or San Fran, because you know back in the day they were kind of rivals. Yeah. Um, so that's how. And then of course, hi, um, school, um, high school, we was in the marching band, so we had to go to every football game because we we were the dancers on the in the front of the band, so we had to go to every football game. And of course, we already knew the rules and everything, so we would be like the only two actually paying attention to the game, which is weird to go to a game and not pay attention um but also we would be we were outside kids you know today's kids not outside so we were outside we would always play with our neighbors kids and they had happened to be boys so we would be playing football with them we would play kickball basketball all that stuff with them and that's how we learned to love sports and um that was kind of the basis of why we started the podcast because we wanted to talk about sports but also make it comedy um so we talk about the scandals in, in sports like we'll talk about if a player gets arrested or something or like this week we gonna of course talk about um <laughs> travis kelsey and taylor swift quote unquote the room with romance or whatever um so we like to add a little twist and of course we always talk about our predictions for the upcoming seasons or games in the playoffs of course so that's how um we just grew up watching the game and loved it I, the kids nowadays, well, at least my nieces and nephews, they have no interest in football. Um, but my nephew, he does like soccer and track, so that's that's good for him. All right, that's cool because I I don't like I particularly don't like the stereotype of like oh you y'all are girls y'all watch sports you can watch sports play sports <laughs> a lot of them better than some of the guys you know and it's like I. People always bring that out there, like, yeah, yeah, of course you could watch sports and and be into it. I don't, I don't, I don't be understanding where that comes from. But what you were saying in your answer, it kind of was leading me into my next question about. So you're doing a show with your with your sister. I'm fortunate enough to do a show with my brother and our friends and everything too. But how would you describe the two of your like you mentioned about comedy? But how would you describe your your lady's style of commentary when it comes to breaking down sports? When it comes to breaking down our stories, so how we put it together is um, I do like all the outlines and stuff. I have all the like ESPN, Yahoo Sports, everything notification coming to my phone every time something happens. So I create the outline and everything, and uh, I'm like the editor and the producer. She is more of like the um, comedian because she doesn't really she knows the story, but she don't know really what I'm going to say. So she be bouncing off me. So a lot of people say she's the funnier one because she just have jokes off the dome. When I say something, she just throws something out. So that was make it very funny. But she's also like the graphic designer. So she does all of our the little clips we put online. She does them and put like pictures and stuff and all the announcements or anything like that so that's how that goes and then every week we since we talk about scandalous stuff we like to end on a good note um so we have like what we call the highlight of the week so if a player did something really good like donated to a charity or if somebody broke made history by uh, like when lebron um broke the scoring title we just highlight those so we always like to end off on a good note because what we're talking about might be um scandalous and um drama field all right i, I like that they, they want to leave it off they're gonna get all the dirt out but then at the end we're gonna put a bow on it with something positive at the end all right cool cool nice all right so the lovely face that you're looking at is lanelle fletcher right? she's one of the two hosts of a picture is worth a thousand words podcast so that's available on apple podcast spotify or wherever you get your podcast it's on youtube just search for a picture is worth a thousand words you can follow them on Instagram 
at the Fletcher Twins with a Z. Yeah. Z, do you have something for Miss Fletcher? So, Linnell, uh, my brother likes to do the cliche crap. I like to get to the, you know, to the real deal. So, you know, I'm going to just get to it. So what what has been, as a sports fan, what has been mm -hmm. your favorite moment as a sports fan? Like, mm. you know, was it a, a team winning a title or, you know, whatever the case may be? And what is your worst moment as a sports fan? <laughs> Tough loss. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I um, want to hear both. Aaron Rodgers Achilles. That that was rough for that was I was so hurt. I was really hurt by that. Um, my favorite, I have like two good great moments. So um in high school, I was Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and that was when we had like Warren Sapp, John Lynch, all that defense was amazing, right? And of course we won the Super Bowl. So that was a highlight for me. And then that next day in school, I wore like a Tampa Bay jersey. I had a big jacket. Mind you, it's 100 degrees in Florida, but I still wore the jacket to school. And I was just looking very, very good. Got all the attention. It was so funny. And then, of course, since LeBron is my favorite player, when he just broke the scoring record, that was the highlight of everything. Like, I was so happy that they stopped the game just for him and did all the little ceremony. So that was good. A bad moment for me, um, I remember, I don't know what which Olympics it was, um, but I think it happened to the USA twice. It was the Summer Olympics in track. I want to say we were doing the men's four by one and we got DQ and we had placed, but because something happened with the hand, I don't know what happened, but we got DQ and I was so mad. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, and also we can never beat Jamaica. So right. I always be hurt every time we do that. But it looks like Noah Lyles is going to hopefully do it for us next year. We'll see. Yeah, it's you know it's funny you brought up the Super Bowl victory because like when the Saints won the Super Bowl, that was like my favorite moment in sports. I I don't know if there's been anything remotely close. <laughs> like I, I did the same thing. Like you know I was a sophomore in high school when this happened, so like I ain't even get my school permission. Like me and my homeboys, we pulled up the next day on Monday with the Saints shirt, you know, jerseys on, like out of uniform, really ain't give a damn, and like you know just did the victory lap around the school, like. You know, because right. like, you know, I don't know how you felt about Tampa because like Tampa's got a similar history. Right. Like they had mm -hmm. a lot of bad years. Right. Like really bad. And then they just found this success. Right. And, you know, Florida's different because there's like three football teams there. So you got like that's you know, true between, between all the different fans of the local teams. Then you got, you know, the big. The Cowboys fans, the Niners fans, the Steelers mm -hmm. fans, they're everywhere, right? Right. So you got folks like them talking about all oh, Tampa suck, they're gonna blow it, blah, blah, blah. And it was the same thing like in New Orleans, like well, in Louisiana, because I'm mm -hmm. not, I, didn't, I didn't live in New Orleans, but I'm from Louisiana. Same thing, like, oh man, Peyton Man is gonna beat y'all ass. Y'all, this is a fluke, like blah blah blah, all that stuff. And it just like felt so good. It was like, yes, like you know, just Go around to the middle finger to everybody. It's like, yes, like y'all can't tell me shit until like next fall. Like I'm on <laughs> 10 about this. Like y'all can't tell me nothing. That's so funny. That was the Super Bowl. That was in Miami, right? That was in Miami. Yep. yep. I wasn't there. I wasn't there at the game, but they had like the Super Bowl weekend festivities and a lot of stuff. And a lot of players was on South Beach. So I got to meet a lot of players that year. And I remember meeting Darrell Reeves when he was like he was like the height of the height of cornerbacks. And I took a picture with him and I was so excited. But I was so nervous, right? Because I hate going up to celebrities. 
So I just like tapped him on the back and I was like, hi, are you Darrell Beavis? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, can you take a picture with me? And I took a picture with him and I was so happy because I was a Jets fan. I'm a Jets fan now. So I was very happy then. But yeah, that was a good Super Bowl. I remember that. So uh, is Darrell Revis the most famous like athlete you've met or like autograph that you have or anything like that? Oh, I met so many. Um I I went well, I went to school with Antonio Cromati at FSU. We were friends. Um he also was a Jet, but at first what his first team I think was the Chargers. Yeah, he was like Chargers. He bounced yeah. around a little bit. Chargers, Colts. Yeah, I Cardinals for a minute. So he's yeah. I yeah. mean he, he had a good career. He definitely played over a decade. He, yeah, he did have a good career. Um, I met the running back from the Panthers. Well, he was a, a good one. Remember they had like the duo running backs? Uh, Stewart <laughs> or uh, D'Angelo Williams? D'Angelo Williams. I met okay, him yeah. and and I because my stepsister was his biggest fan, so I had him call her on the phone. That same weekend, I met so many people, and she was so excited <laughs> and so happy. But, yeah, um, those are some of the players I met. Yeah, that's like – that's like a low key casual flex. Like you, like I've met so many, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> they so normal, like they so normal, and they walk around because because I guess they got the helmets or whatever. A lot of people don't even know who they are. Like, right. A lot of they just be walking around, and people, if, unless you like watch the sport and know who they are, they a lot of people don't know who they, these people are. Well, that's good. That's a good point. I feel the same way, like about baseball players, because I feel like you know. They like half of them look like regular dudes. Like, mm -hmm. like this past week, I was in Philly, like watching the Phillies and the Mets, and like Kyle Schwarber just looks like a guy that plays like rec softball on the weekends. Like he just looks like a regular guy. He's got the beer gut going. Like I was telling the guys watching the game with, I was like, man, like if he was like just in casual clothes in the mall, I don't think people are walking up to him asking for an autograph. They no, just, you know he just blends in. So yeah, um, no. So would you say that like football is your favorite sport to watch? Is that like the one you enjoy watching the most? Definitely football. I like basketball too. If basketball is people I would say basketball is more exciting to watch, but football got my heart. And it's I think football is the harder sport. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think between football and baseball for sure. I don't watch much baseball, but I went to my first baseball game because I actually recently just moved back to Florida from New York. I went to a Mets game right before I left. It was my first baseball game. It was okay. It rained, and then we <laughs> had to stop it, and then they had to come back out. So it was like an hour delay. Well, you'll but, have to check out the ballpark down there in Miami. I heard it's it's a beautiful park. Yeah, the uh, Marlins. Oh, wait, I did go to a Marlins game. That was my first New York game. I've been, I've been to a couple Marlins games down here. Okay, well, there you go. 16, I'll swing. You are now listening to The Radio Show. people who yeah. work abroad for business mm -hmm. purposes. 16, you don't have to keep this in there. In, well, you probably won't, but I assume that's what it was because I've always seen like African people use it to call their family back in Africa. That's, so I just- that's, that's staying in. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so I believe we've concluded the casual flex portion of the conversation. Linnell was like, yeah, I met so many. And then here you thunder in easy. Yeah, when I was at this Philly game, when I was in Philly, you know, next to the guy, you know, sorry. 
I, just I mean, got I, I wasn't next to Kyle Schwarber, to be fair. It was like a co-worker, but. It's all right. I just, I just continue with my casual questions. I haven't been to no sporting events recently, so I'll just leave it at that. But um, so you know, jumping back in, um, you know, and speaking about your, your pod and everything, whenever you're putting some out there in the public, you always leave yourself open to both praise and criticism. So as you've been doing this show, what's the biggest praise that someone has heaped on you? But then on the flip side, what is that one that YouTube comment or somebody said to you where it was like, wow, that was kind of harsh. That wasn't really necessary. <laughs> That's so funny because that happened like a month ago with the bad comment. But I, I tell you, the good, the good thing is we always surprise. And I don't know why, because people have been telling me and my sister this since college. Uh, people always say we really funny and we be like, we just be telling stories. We be dead serious, but people be busting out laughing. And I'm like, that I'm, I'm serious. That wasn't funny. So I'm surprised um, that people still like us because you know you can put stuff out there and people can just hate you and nobody watch it. People watch our YouTube stuff too. They were telling us, a lot of guys was telling me to um, let out YouTube videos because like the first two years it was just audio only and then this year 2023 we started letting out the YouTube videos and I was surprised that uh, people was watching it because you know people don't have a large attention span so yeah. um, I was happy about that now the worst comment and uh, it was a YouTube comment I think it happened like two months ago I don't know but me and my sister had changed our hair um, and it was, we pretty much had on like the same weave, but different colors. Mine was red and hers was, no, mine was maroon, hers was black. And we, the clip we put on, it was like a 30 second clip uh, on YouTube, we, uh, short. We were talking about, I think the boxer, what's his name? Floyd Mayweather. So we was talking about Floyd Mayweather and that the whole brawl that happened when he fought somebody in the exhibition fight. And then somebody wrote under that, First of all, it was a lot, a lot of mean comments. One comment said, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Everybody don't deserve a mic. Another comment said, um, at least y'all can wear different wigs. Y'all don't have to go to the same wig store. And I was like, that, first of all, that wasn't necessary. Like, that's personal. Yeah. <laughs> but our wigs was cute. But, um, yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people be thinking we be serious, but it's comedy. It's just a joke. So if my sister be wanting to come back hard, and I'm like, nay, don't go back and forth with trolls on the internet, people you don't know, because it'll go all day. And I don't want to get no notifications every two seconds that you're going back and forth with somebody in Montana that y'all don't, and you don't even know them. So <laughs> yes. that was like the worst, but... <laughs> <laughs> Most comments are just a like or they'll say it's funny, stuff like that. But that was like the first time we got any like negative stuff. And I was like, people really like Floyd Mayweather. All we did was crack a joke. Are we not supposed to crack a joke on Floyd Mayweather? I don't know. But yeah. yeah. I guess a positive way that you could spend the negativity because we we um we get some some criticism too from people. I always point to the fact I'm like, listen. Some people got some stuff to say. Our like percentage on YouTube is 94%. We're doing okay. But the, the thing about it is, is that when people, I guess, when they come with their criticism on what they're saying, at least they're, you're getting some reaction from them. It'd be different if it's just quiet. But right. in this business, it's like any noise is good noise because that means people are paying attention to what you're saying. So that's how we can flip that. They want to say something negative about you. I think y'all here look just fine. All right. <laughs> 
my sister wanted to say something about you want you want us to tell us the store you want us to tell you the store we got it from you want us to take you there and i'm like they just let it go but she she not like me i just <laughs> i ignore her that's what you got to do and so I, I don't know it's like the questions that i that i'm gonna have is like you're leading into it with, with your answers just working out with that so we were talking about you know your style of commentary and all those things but what do you find the most difficult about doing a podcast and how do you overcome some of those hurdles to remain consistent because it could be anything i know you and i talked offline about sometimes it's about time and being able to mm -hmm. have the time and stuff like that um can you talk a little bit a, a little bit about that it's definitely with me the scheduler, especially with my sister, because we we live like two totally different lives. Like she has a husband and kids, and I'm just single out here, unfortunately in these streets. And so I had all I do is work and come home, work and come home. So I can record literally any time before or after work with her. She has to take her kids to activities like dance class or track or baseball um, practice and things like that. So we always work around her schedule. And when we first started, we would let um episodes out every wednesday and then we had to move that to friday and then sometimes saturday so it's just the hardest with me and that's why i take the bulk of the stuff like i create the outline and the stories we're going to talk about and stuff like that because she don't have a lot of time she has to cook also laundry stuff like that so it's just working around somebody else's schedule when you're in when you're a co-host now if you was by yourself you could do it anytime you want right but when you're co-hosting you have to make sure a that they're also in it as much as you and want to do it as much as you because if they don't want to do it as much as you they're not going to give that effort and also you have to work around their schedule so that's been the hardest part okay yeah um we can start with some of those uh, growing pains and you know you just you know when it's important to you, you make the time whenever you can which is what you guys are doing to keep everything going which is a, a great thing all right mm -hmm. so just to reiterate one more time so we're talking to Lindell Fletcher all right so she's one half of the host of a picture is worth a thousand words podcast so it's available on Apple Spotify Deezer wherever you get your podcast make sure to check them out search on YouTube a picture is worth a thousand words and follow them on Instagram at the Fletcher Twins. Easy, I'm going to swing it over to you, sir. You got anything else? For you are now listening to The Radio Show. I know we've talked about how like you know you kind of bring this comedic spin to topics and you know mm -hmm. try to bring out the jokes and the laughter but has there been a topic uh or a sports topic where you were like all right look i gotta take the comedian hat off i gotta get my tone serious because i want to really like take folks down through there about how i feel about this yes actually two topics um uh when we when we discuss like if a uh, um uh athlete like hit his girlfriend or wife domestic violence um the current story now with sergio brown and his mom you know the football player yeah this story is wild it is so it's no joking with that and um i think we mentioned him briefly on our last episode where we're basically saying he needs to at least come back for questioning if he didn't do it they still have to question him because he lived there um so that's not anything i'm a, we gonna throw jokes at 
Um, any yeah, anything about or rape? My sister actually wanted to do a story a couple of weeks ago about the. I don't, I don't know if it's a baseball player or a soccer player who got like a 15 year old girl pregnant. Um, we haven't done that story yet, it, but if we do do that, it won't be any um, comedic twist to that because that's just disgusting. Yeah. So, so topics, heavy topics like that, no. Now, if it's like a DUI or arrest for something stupid or a brawl on the football field, things like that, we can joke all day. <laughs> yeah. So for you, like when you look at like, because you kind of mentioned like you kind of switched football teams and all that stuff, like yeah. you kind of base the team on like where you live. And then like once you move away, you kind of break ties or like, <laughs> do you have a, cause I know you mentioned Tampa Bay, but then you said like, you like the Jets too. So like. It's crazy. Okay. That's a good question. A lot of people ask me. So with basketball it's just player LeBron, wherever he goes, I go. So, okay. that's so, you're, so you're a bronze sexual. Got that. <laughs> I never heard that one. That's oh, funny. Yeah. Y'all, y'all a whole group, like men and women. Like, you know, our boy, Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy. He, he comes on the show. He's, uh-huh. a, he, he, you could ask, if you ask him, he'll tell you he is the captain of the bronze sexuals. Like, LeBron can do no wrong in his eyes. Like everything LeBron does is right. You know, he has a he has a Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland Lakers jersey. You know, all that oh, stuff. Oh, cool. No, he doesn't. I'm just bullshitting. But to the oh. point, like, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so with football, uh-huh. ever since I was little, I was it was ingrained in me that defense wins championship, defense wins championship. So Growing up, I was Cowboys, and then that's how. And then in high school, I got into my Tampa Bay. You know, they had like one of the best defenses. The offense really sucked, but like we would literally win games like nine to three, but we still won. And then so that was a great defense. And then in college, I like Carolina. You know, Julius Peppers, all that. That was a great defense too. And we almost won the Super Bowl. We went to the Super Bowl with the Patriots and lost by three points. I was so upset, but that was a good Super Bowl. And then after college, I was like, okay, I can't, I need another team. And then, <laughs> we got to switch it up. We gotta, we gotta, I, can't, I can't keep going down with the ship. We got to move on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I uh, went to the Jets because A, Brett Favre had went there, and that's when I liked Brett Favre. But um, also the Jets had a great um, defense, and Braylon Edwards was there. Braylon Edwards always been my favorite player. I just was never like uh, – number one Browns fan. Um, right. But I always liked Braden Edwards. So I was like, this is a great combination. So ever since then, I've been jazzed. Ever since then. So we had our ups and downs. Rex Ryan, I really loved him. Um, he made, let our defense do what we wanted. And I think under him, we had the best defense in a long time. Um, right? I don't know what's going on right now. We got a good offense. We just need a quarterback. Right. You need a quarterback. And our defense is decent, but our defense is not going to win every game. Yeah, Mormon Johnny Manziel ain't it, so you're going to have to find somebody else. You know, if Aaron Rodgers – if Aaron Rodgers can come back, it's cool. Y'all shaking <laughs> your head, but, like, Zach Wilson is literally the Mormon Johnny Manziel. He went to BYU. He did the same. Yeah, that's, that's why I was shaking my head. Not about Zach Wilson that you said yeah. the Mormon Johnny Manziel. Why don't you go ahead and just mute – go ahead and mute yourself real quick. No, where's the that? lie? Where's the lie? He went to BYU. <laughs> And if you look at his college tape, he played just like Johnny Menzel. 
You know, throw well, Justin Bell was good in college. He just when he got to the NFL, he wasn't. I just like I just three weeks ago watched his um Netflix documentary. Was it Netflix or Hulu, whatever one it was? Yeah. And I was like, dang, I didn't know all that was happening. Some yeah, people can't I mean, handle the spotlight. That you know, there's certain like highlight tapes you could watch, and it's like, damn, this is like some good content. And they're both up there. Like you watch their college tapes, it's like you know, they throwing off their back foot and scrambling and throwing in the triple coverage. And, you know, it looks great. And it's like you looking at it, you're like, that's not going to work in the NFL. Like, you can't get away with that in the NFL. And so, I was so excited when we drafted Zach. I was so excited that draft night. And I was like, okay, we about to do this. We about to, we going to get back on track. Yeah. But no, no, we still so, so we follow LeBron. <laughs> football you know just depends what's going on with the with the team climate uh do you watch like uh like do you have a baseball team do you watch any other sports at all or you kind of just stick with those two i think i mostly stick with those two but during the summer olympics of course we i watch swimming gymnastics and track during the winter olympics i used to be a fan of sean white so of course i had to watch anything he was in he was amazing um baseball i used to be tampa bay bucks fan like but it was it's way back like i may have been either early college or high school i used to it, we were in the playoffs i remember and i learned a lot that year about baseball so i said i was going to start watching but i didn't uh continue it i didn't sorry i know you're a baseball you seem like you're a baseball fan yeah I mean, yeah I, you know I, I pay attention to my baseball i played and you know grew up on it so you know, I, I I still watch it. I love it, but it's not like on the list of if I have to choose what game is on, it's definitely okay. football, basketball, then like baseball. Okay, so I, let I can't go. Well, he he let sixteen could take you down through down why he let baseball go, but oh, because you know. I was just a I was just a diehard live and die. Uh, Atlanta Braves fan and then I just started to notice that some things with the team was changing and that thing that was changing was people that looked like us they wasn't really on the team anymore and then they just steadily just <laughs> ushered everybody out there was looking like us and then the stadium used to be kind of sort of in the hood and they took the stadium out of there and they stuck it in this really like um I don't know how do you say it this very um suburbia yeah suburban area where um other people don't have to travel to certain places. They get to stay right where they're comfortable to come watch them. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this team, and I wish nothing but doom upon them. And that's what I do. I sit back and wait for them to fail. And and how did they repay him? By winning a World Series and being in the oh, playoffs wow. every year. And being, being the team I wanted them to be in the 90s, where they're absolutely excellent. And they gave me only one championship, and all the time I was rooting for them, and that was after the strike. So forget that team. I wish demise upon them. I hope they get swept as fast as they can. <laughs> do Do you have a team like that that you feel as strongly about? Because I, you know, I I, I gotta I ask because if you do, then cool. But like, you know, sixteen is gonna look really crazy if you don't have a team that you feel this. No, way. I used to really hate um, Pittsburgh Steelers. I was not never a fan of Roethlisberger, just his character. Ditto. And then come to find out, he's just like I thought he was. Get him out um, of here. And then also, I want to say, was it Chicago Bears? I think it was Chicago. What team did Devin Hester? I should know this because I went to high school with Devin Hester, but I forgot. 
What team did he play for, Pastor? He was the Bears. He was the Bears. Yeah, Bears? Okay. The, Bears the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played on other teams too. I think he was on Atlanta. Uh, he he played in Atlanta and probably one other one other team outside it. But majority of uh, his uh, greatest years was with the Bears. Though. With the Bears. Okay. One time they beat Carolina so bad that I said I was death upon the Bears. Like I wanted them to just not exist as a as a team in the NFL. Oh my gosh. I was so upset. So yeah. As we've been in that category where we wish death upon the Bears, because um, I'm a Saints fan as well, they beat us in the NFC Championship, and I was like, man, this is probably as high as we ever going to get. We ain't never going to get this far again, and the Bears just ruined it. Yeah. That hurt. That's what hurt. I think that team for us is Atlanta for sure. Like, like the Cowboys could win a Super Bowl. I could care less. Well, well, hold on. Well, well, I'm saying, like, you know, red pill, blue pill. You want the Cowboys to win, or you want the Falcons to win? If you have to choose, I don't know. I'd rather just take. I'd rather just jump out a window than either one of those win anything. Because both yeah. of the fan bases are obnoxious, so no oh, thanks to either. And the thing is, I used to like the Cowboys, but because of their fa- their fans, make you not root for them. They're obnoxious. But this is the thing that you could take from the Cowboys, because we had a Cowboys fan on here that was spewing all this other stuff about who not gonna make what. It's been twenty seven <laughs> years. I'm like, man, you're talking about Super Bowl. Make an NFC championship, all right? You ain't been to none. Make one. Then talk about a Super Bowl. 27 years you've been right that they ain't going nowhere. And they ain't going nowhere this year either. They're not. They're not. They exposed. They can be exposed. Even though they beat my guests. But the, I would believe that would have been a much better game if Aaron was playing. For sure. Right. I agree 100% there, for sure. So, like. Obviously, we're still early in the season. We've only played – there's only been three games played, right? Mm-hmm. Um, has there been a team that has surprised you at how good they've been so far? And has there been a team where you were like, yeah, I thought they were going to be better than what they're doing so far? Um, I did get disappointed at Kansas City losing the first game. I did get disappointed at that. Um, but they always lose games they're not supposed to to lose some somehow like every year that you lose like three and you'd be like but y'all supposed to dog walk them but no um buffalo has always been uh, buffalo always start off good um but they fall off or don't or they miss the playoffs by one or whatever but you know what team i thought would be better because they have an amazing running back and i don't even know if they won one game this year they might have won one but tennessee titans they have derrick henry and it's like what are y'all doing? So they they surprised me. Now you shocked me because I th- I thought one of the ones that you were gonna say is that Cincinnati looks disappointing right now. The Bengals don't look like what they have been the last two years. They got, but they want. I was so mad because I watched the game last night, them and the Rams, and I was going for the Rams because I thought Cincinnati wasn't as good. I, I think they're overhyped. Um, but when it's time to get when it's time to get yards, he Chase gets like he be catching difficult catches. Mm-hmm. So he, I think they'll make it to the playoffs again. But I do think they are overhyped, or they, maybe it's just Joe Burrow that they overhyped. So I just cast the whole team. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think they as good as. Well, as no, I would. Well, you know, I as would caution you to be careful. I was gonna say, I would caution yeah, you to be careful. alumni, there's when you, no, when you talk no about Joe Burrow. You're talking about the man that my brother loves over yeah, here. Yeah, so. there, there will be no slander of any kind of Joe Burrow. Um, he he is him. Uh, he's invited to the cookout anytime. No, because he, he wear a gold chain. That's why. 
no, because he he brought LSU to the promised land. Like this, oh my God. you know, like yeah. I, I mean, I will say this about Cincinnati though. They all they started off bad last year and they ended up like getting hot and on a run. I think right. what's gonna hurt them this year is that like, you know, no pun intended, but I think Burrow is not a hundred percent and they need to be careful with how they work him because you know he could end up getting seriously hurt too. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But yeah, I was shocked that he I didn't know he was gonna play. And then like late afternoon, I got like a notification that said he was playing. I was like, dang, but I went for the Rams. But yeah. <laughs> that you... first half wasn't pretty though. That first half wasn't. Nah, so. it, it wasn't. That that wasn't a good quality game at, at all, to be honest with you. It was just like before they got before the 50 yard line, it was like great offense, good execution. And then as soon as they get in the scoring tear, it's like you're throwing t- turnovers and just bad, bad play calling. And, you know, 16 would yell about them running the ball, situations like that. It just, it just wasn't, oh, you got to run the damn ball. It wasn't a good game. But I wanted to ask also about I know you mentioned that, you know, you're single. So obviously, you, you know, you're out there dating. No. Okay. So not. <laughs> Because, well, I was gonna say, like, I'm sure you go on dates or something. Like, has it has somebody you've been on a date with been like, like you told them something about sports, or you, you know, you made them aware that you're knowledgeable of sports, and they gave you made an ignorant comment or something like that to you? Like, oh, um, I, I can't believe you know that, or like, oh my god, like, how do you know this? Oh, when I used to date, um, because I'm not dating now. When I used to date this guy, um, I will always bring up LeBron. Um, and he either was a LeBron hater or a Michael Jordan lover. I don't know. But I had to sh- I had to check him because I'm like, every time I mention Le- LeBron, you don't need to mention MJ. Like, so, and then he would get mad at me because I wouldn't debate with him. I'm not, I'm not about to sit up here and go back and forth with you. You're not changing my mind. And then he would get upset. And I was like, you're weird. Like, you want me to argue with you? Like, no, this is not happening. You're not about to bait me into a debate about this. Um, But, yeah, some some guys I used to date would be surprised at how much I know about sports, which is good. I can be a homeboy. <laughs> so it's not like you need to find folks that aren't fans of Jordan. Am, do, am I used to being around folks that's not fans of Jordan? Well, I'm saying, like, you just need to avoid them because it sounds like, you you know, oh. you stick up for LeBron, you're going to go to war for him, you know, like. Yeah, I do need to avoid them. Like, because, first <laughs> of all, I started, well, I didn't even see Jordan play, so I can't even say anything about Michael Jordan. I started watching basketball in 2001 when AI was popping. Um, that's when I started watching basketball. So I didn't even really see Jordan play that much. So I don't even have much to say in the debate. And I'm not going to go watch highlights just to have a conversation. So I can't even say anything. So I'm like, can they both be great separately? Why we always got to compare them? Um, so that's what it was. But yeah, I can, I, I'll tell them, like, I'll shut it down before it starts because I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. But yeah, some people are shocked that I'd like and know. Um, sports and stuff it's good i think it's a good conversation starter it breaks the ice yeah after they get their jaw off the ground and they're like oh <laughs> you actually know who who ronde barber is oh wow you know and then they get into the conversation mm. um we met chris i met chris carter before too i just started that he was in church one day 
You know, you might as well just give us the list. Like, you can just name drop everybody right here. Like, just <laughs> like <laughs> you mean Darrell Rivas is like I can't even that think was crazy. that's as famous as Darrell Rivas. That was crazy. Um, Dante Culpepper wanted his kids go to my niece's school, so um, and they. The, I guess his kid had a birthday and invited them, so I didn't go, but my sister then met Dante Culpepper because they went to the birthday party of the kid. <laughs> it's a lot in South Florida. Like, everybody comes here, and a lot of NFL players are from South Florida. That's true, so, too. Yeah. Nice. What are y'all favorite teams? Because you said you're, you like Patrick Mahomes, but that wasn't your favorite. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes... Mahomes, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but like I'm a Saints fan. So like, you know, if the, oh, if the yeah. Saints go against the Chiefs, like Mahomes is my guy, but you know, like I got a root for the Saints. So like we we're pretty simple folks. We root for the home teams, you know. We we That's Saints good. and uh you know when it comes to basketball, we root for the Pelicans. And yes, the name is horrible, we don't like it either. It's trash, it's lazy. I can go on a tangent about it, but I won't but who on the Pelicans. Well, you got Zion, you know. Oh. Yeah, we got CJ McCollum. You haven't talked about Zion? I know. We oh, talked I, about his little, um, is that yeah, the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah his, you know, his escapades, yeah, you know. I know this is confusion that this we is the radio show. The radio show ATL, because we in Atlanta, but, you know, we didn't, just because we live here, we didn't move teams. We still kept with our home teams and everything, you know. Okay, yeah. so you're a Saints fan also. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, so okay. so for the victory that they gave us, they have taken four to five playoff games and broken us right over <laughs> their knee. And it's painful, but we can always point back and say that we did it. But yes, mm-hmm. that, that's it. Um, yeah. Baseball, I don't I mean, like I said, I told you my story about baseball. I don't really got much for it. Just point me to when the Braves are losing, that's when I'm happy. You know, that's about it. Y'all but, have a favorite basketball player or team? Yes. Besides or, the or at least no, player? No, I don't do that second favorite team stuff. That's my brother with, you know, he like this and that or whatever. But I, the, I don't bro- do that in basketball. I mean, I love Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi, like you were you were low key, you're a low-key Spurs fan because you love I Tim was, Duncan. But then I was, but then they they messed up the Kawhi situation. Then they you know that that was a wrap for me after that. Like, you but know, LeBron. He, LeBron like, to like, me is the goat, and he's and he's seen both of them play. I so. seen both of them play, and I'm not and I'm not trying to take away because Jordan was amazing, but I'm just feeling like you know the way that LeBron is sculpted. There's never been a player like him before. He's literally been dunking on everybody for 20 years straight. For 20 years, he's been whoever is your team he going against. He's been dunking against your team unless mm-hmm. you're a LeBron fan for 20 years. So I feel like, and we we had a debate about this, and we could probably talk about this more in, uh, you know, other episodes. Maybe you come back, we talk about that. Where if LeBron was back in that era, he would wreck everybody. And if Jordan played now, it's not that he wouldn't wreck everybody. LeBron is just like he's just like this unstoppable weapon that people don't give enough credit to. But mm-hmm. that's just my humble opinion. Yeah, they call him a crybaby. My sister, oh my God, you see him, my sister. And her husband talk about it, and they don't like him either. Her husband like Kobe, and she, I think her favorite player is Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. What, what are their teams? What are their favorites? Like, do they have a favorite basketball team? 
<clears throat> well, her husband is the Lakers, but since LeBron got there, he don't root for the Lakers because <laughs> he was a Kobe <laughs> fan, which is insane to me. Uh, my sister don't really have a favorite team, but she like me and her both also like Dame Lillard. Um, who was she? Oh, and she like um, John Morant. Okay, because I the reason why I was asking is because usually people who hate on LeBron, he's not played for one of their teams, and he's been the one on the they've been on the business end of him dunking on their team. That's why they call him a crybaby because he's been whipping that ass for twenty years. That's why you know. So that's what I was wondering about because I'm like, man, LeBron, you never seen nothing like that before ever in your life. Easy, you could vouch for me on this, and I'll be like, we we sat and watched games with him before, where it's like, bruh, when LeBron is in isolation. And he's one on one, and he plants his foot. Good God, it's either a foul or a hoop because they can't nobody stop him. That's it. Right. When he decided to go to the hole, that's it. You're mm-hmm. done. Yeah, I, I, I came around on LeBron. Obviously, you can't argue the greatness and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, my beef with, with him was when he left Cleveland to go to Miami because, as a, a small market fan, right? I feel like he kind of started this movement of. You know, fuck these smaller teams. I'm just trying to live in the big city. And I felt like that kind of messed up the team. But then he said, you know what, Easy, I got you. I'm going to go back to Cleveland and win a championship. And then when he won that championship in Cleveland, I was like, you know, this guy's all right. (laughs) But people always say that LeBron started it, but he didn't. The big three was started in Boston. The big three was started in Boston, but like, and that's fair. But they all got traded. Right. So it's not like, you know, you know, Kevin Garnett got traded. Ray Allen got traded. Mind you, they all got traded cheaply. I, you know, shout out to uh, Danny Ainge for making all them finessing moves. They, they got them all cheap. <laughs> but LeBron was the first one to be like, I'm a free agent. I'm, I'm making a decision, which I don't blame him. Right. You want to, you know, win the field. You never got recruited in college. Right. You know, you just went straight to the NBA. So I get it. It's just, you know, he left Cleveland and it's like, damn, you know, we were looking at Chris Paul right in the face. It's like, are you about to do this to us too? And he, he sure like, he surely did. Like, I sure the hell am. Yep. <laughs> and then he first left. Chance, first then, chance I get. I'm out. And then Denver fans were looking at Melo like, are you going to do this too? And he said, but I sure the hell am going to yes. do this. And it just started this wave. It was like, if you're a great player, you're not playing in a – a city that's not in the top yeah. 10 or whatever, you know? I, I, I yeah, just I wanna, get that. I just want to say this. It's still kind of like that to this day, but I think some of it now is more justified, right? Like the Dame Lillard situation. Yeah. 100% that's- get, you know, Portland should should trade him. That, mm-hmm. That's the least they could do. He's been loyal to them since the day he got drafted. He's been yeah. nothing but great for that organization. Like, you owe him that to trade him and you it's not like you're going to not get nothing for him. You're going to get pieces back. That's the least you could do for him is to, you know, trade him. Yeah. Who says I don't understand this one. And then I have one other question for you and then we got a question game that we do also Linnell as well to open you up just a little bit more too, but whoever said, "You know what? I would rather take the harder road to get to it because that's more respectful." To hell with that. You know, you got Charles Barkley coming out there. Well, Michael Jordan would have never teamed up with stuff. Man, hell with that, man. If I could make it easy on myself to play with my people to get to where I need to get to, 
who said who in life like when you at work who says you know what i don't want to do this automated report i want to pull these numbers from this excel spreadsheet one by one okay <laughs> nobody nobody says that so that narrative i don't understand it you want to take the harder path kd was like nah man i don't want to play against this team even though some people might feel like it's weak but the the mentality in life is don't you want to make your job easier everybody wants right. to make their job easier facts i Folks just want something to complain true. about People like to be mad. People yeah. like to be mad. Outraged. Yeah, they just want to out outrage everybody. Like, man, just just calm down. What you saying not affecting them anyway. LeBron gonna go back to his plush home, chilling. He not gonna care. He don't care about what you got to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah they still no, no disrespect to Cleveland. You know, the system law is from there, but I'd rather live in LA too. Uh, I don't know, bro. Money, money spent wherever, bro. Cleveland, Miami, it don't matter where you at. Money spent yeah, everywhere. L A, man, L A is just it's great weather every day. You know, it's like Miami. You know, but yeah, you just you just in love. You're a little biased, you know, because you like L A. But I do have one last question here for you, Linda. And like I said, we got a question game. We do with our guests here. So we talk yeah. about a lot of information um, about your podcast, everything to do with that, and then we also, you know, got into a little bit of sports talk, which we figured would happen as well. But mm -hmm. is there anything that we might have missed? So you got any other social media that we miss? Any upcoming shows? Anything that you want to put out there that we may not have spent much time on that you want to mention now? Um, sure. Well, our podcast now, I think the episodes are every Friday now. We let them out. And also in the, with the name picture, I know people are going to think it's like the phrase picture, but mm -hmm. it's actually like a baseball picture. So it's spelled P-I-T-C-H-E-R. And we'll um, have it on the screen for them. Right oh, here. okay. Thank yes. you. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, no, I think that. Oh, it my um. Well, in the bio of our um podcast page, you can see if you want to go to our personal pages, it's there. Um, and we have. Are we gonna? We actually probably ask y'all to be on our show, so probably wait for that um DM. Um, because nice. we'd like to have more guests on and things like that. But nothing. Um, just the podcast and um, uh, yeah. I just moved back to, to Florida. Actually, I'm staying with my sister now. I don't know if y'all can hear the kids in the background, but they're in the background. <laughs> but I should be moving out of here in like uh, two months. So saving money and moving. Yeah, you I ain't think. lying about saving money. New York is expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unnecessarily so. Like, I can see if I got the bang for the buck. I don't mind paying that much in, much in rent, but can I get more than a, a, a room? Because that's what their apartments are like, a, a studio room. I just stayed at a hotel in New York City, uh, and my hotel room was literally the size of this closet that I'm in right now. Like, it, it, it's it was terrible. crazy. It's terrible. So, yeah, that's what's up new with me. Uh, great place to uh, visit, though. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is a great place to visit. I can't. I can't front on that one too. Love being out there in Brooklyn. Love it. Couldn't stay there, but love to visit though. <laughs> you are right. now listening to the radio show. All right. So, um, now, so the next thing that we got um, is this question game. It's called "Don't at me." Now, this is the thing that, about this that is funny. My brother's gonna laugh about this. Is that I'm the one that came up with this. But yet every show, I have the worst time explaining what this is. So even though this is the thing I came up with, I got to defer to my little brother to explain what we're getting ready to do so that I don't look like a buffoon. And if I would have, I would have just cut it from this point anyway. But easy, if you please explain what we're getting ready to do here, please. 
isn't that the beauty of family? You know, you just yes, you just lean on your you lean on your brother. Dad asked me, did you want a pet or a brother? I said, you give me a brother, damn it, and look what he's done. <laughs> this guy. Uh, so here's how the game goes. Okay. Sixteen's gonna ask you a question, right? And it'll be option A or option B, right? So okay. you're gonna say, you know, it might be like Coke or Pepsi. And you'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, Coke's better, don't at me. Like, that's my answer, I'm sticking to it. I'll fight you in the street if you argue with me. So kind of like how you be def- defending LeBron, that's how we're gonna need you to defend <laughs> the answers that you about to, well, the questions you about to answer. So does that okay. make sense? Yeah. So you'll have option A, option B, Sometimes he likes to throw a curveball in there and mm-hmm. throw three options. Either way, you got to pick one, you got to stick to it, and that's your answer. Cool, cool. But every time you answer, you got to say, Don't at me. There you go. Let's get it. All right. Yeah, all right. All right. Thank you, Easy, for making me not look like a buffoon. And Linnell got it right off bat. All right, cool, cool. All right, so now we're going to get into the first one here. All right. What is a movie that everyone seems to love? but you don't like. Now, there's no option here. I was waiting. <laughs> yeah, no option here. This is... Okay, everybody, everybody loves, but I don't like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I can't... I, okay, okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. I can, th- I can name a fool, but a movie... Is, is there a... Is there a uh, like? The one I like to resort to is like, is there a black people movie that's cherished in the community? And you're like, yeah, this movie's trash. Oh, uh, I like my black movies. Hold on. Let me think. What I didn't like, and y'all probably don't even like this either, but I didn't like Coming to America too. Don't at me. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. And we can't. That's the name of the game. We can't at you on we it. We can't at you. Yep. Nope. All right. Easy. What is a movie? that everyone likes or seems to like that you do not damn 16 um i wish you would have gave me the notes on this because that is a good question uh, I, i'm surprised you're not going with the low-hanging fruit on that bro i don't mean to lead you in the answer but we were sitting like a, like right next to each other falling asleep in said movie oh, my God. oh yeah the barbie movie yeah yeah I, I ended up watching it again i didn't think it was all that bad i just it ain't a it ain't pay for movie type thing. Damn. You were asleep, bro. You were sleeping. I know, I know I was, but you know, that's another you know a Barbie movie. I'm gonna get the easy out. Barbie movie. Don't ask. All right, me. I'm just saying, because you were sleeping. You know, just saying. Yeah, you you were too, to be fair. I, I was on my way. Oh, Linnell's hurt. She's like, you, you like you like that movie? Oh. Yeah. I wore well. my pink and I took my nieces there and they wore their pink. I loved it. Yeah, much better the second time, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's gonna be on my viewing list for a second go around, but a movie that everybody seems to love that I don't like. I mean, I would fit Barbie in that category. I don't want to be boring and pick that one. But when I came up with this question, I didn't really consider well, what's a movie that everybody loves that that they just talk about it. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm not not a fan of it. Well, you know what? Here's one. Everybody seems to like, do you remember that movie District 9? Y'all remember that movie District 9? Everybody seemed to like just love District 9. Do you remember that movie, Ed? I remember it, but I never watched it. Okay. It's got like 90-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is trash. It's beyond trash, actually. It's the receptacle that the trash can would go in, in my view. 
but yet oh it's like 97 percent on rotten tomatoes but they don't know what they're talking oh, about i did i did think of one because i didn't want to take the easy way out i never like messed with the twilight series never got it uh, hated oh, it like, we're we are hurting linnell's feelings here uh we regurgitated we, just just trash it's in it's, it's 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 garbage and if we adding twilight on there um i didn't really uh love the batman um people love the batman you go ahead and toss uh pattinson in it when he in twilight too just toss the whole just toss it. yeah just 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 go and toss it there just saying all right we're gonna move to the next one before Lanelle get ready to fight us in the street we talk about fighting in the street she might be ready to fight us in the street all right here's the next one this one is sports related now there's okay. a twist on on this question because just because it might have been your team, it might not have been the best one. But what is the best Super Bowl you've ever seen? And it might be when your team won, which one of your teams you might have been rooting for at the time that is, or another one that you've seen. What's the best Super Bowl you've ever seen? I think um, I'm going to go with the one I mentioned before, Tampa and not Tampa. Was it? No, no, no. The other one, um, Carolina and the Patriots, because we only lost by three points. Um, that was a really good Super Bowl. And when the Patriots, one of the times the Patriots lost to the Giants and the guy caught the ball with, oh, with yeah, the helmet, that was yeah, a good David Super Bowl. David Tyree, yeah, that, was, that was a good Super Bowl. Good and game. I was going for the Patriots, so, but it was still a good Super Bowl. All right, we, where is it, where is it? Don't at me. There we go. There you go. All right, easy. Now, you can take the easy way out on this one. With, what's oh, the I'm, best not. Super Bowl I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. All right. I'm not. All right. But I will say this. Whoever uh Miss Fletcher is uh picking likes in the Super Bowl, you need to pick the opposite way. That's what it sounds like when I'm hearing from this. Like a lot of the folks you're rooting for, they disappoint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said though, not taking the easy way out. Obviously, the Saints one is it's in my heart. It's in your heart. Man, but that Patriots comeback against the Falcons is the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. Oh my god. Oh god that, man you want to talk about a swing of emotions you could hollywood the writers that just got off strike couldn't come up with a better script than what we witnessed that night boy i tell you what mm. i couldn't believe it the uh -huh. Julian edelman catch the the matt ryan sack going into overtime james white with the touchdown oh uh, tell me more really? <laughs> go on keep talking uh it warms my heart you that, know really understand. that really hurt me. Oh, uh, it hurt me because it felt so good. It hurt so bad. It was so good. Oh God, yes. Anytime the highlights is on, I'm there. Like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. Oh, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I would dare ask you on that easy. That's wonderful. And I had forgot about that one for a second. That gets an honorable mention. That that goes in. A, that goes in the same category with the Saints winning the Super Bowl. That that Falcons collapse. But the best Super Bowl I ever seen, it was a team that won the Super Bowl that I did not want them to win. But the game is so good that I just can't get past the fact that it's a great one. The Titans and the Rams, the 99 Super Bowl. Were they lost by an inch? Yes. That was one of the best. Because it looked like it was getting ready to be a blowout. And then the Titans just turned the whole game around. So it's it's still to this day the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. I was not pulling for the Rams. I did not want them to win. But if we just being objective, about a, just a great game. That was That's the, that was it right there. All right, don't add. All right, sorry, Debo. Sorry. All right, here's the next one. Now, sorry, Sue. It's time to go out to eat. All right, and hopefully the guy is a LeBron fan. All right, 
all right but you're going out to eat and it's time to choose a restaurant so which type of food would you choose all right so you want uh we're gonna do barbecue or seafood seafood don't at me that was easy all right she was decisive with that one easy man you like both of these man so i'm right behind her but it's seafood don't at me it's all right all right all right give, all right, me, all right. give me the, the 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 bag and the crab ball and, uh, <laughs> yes this is so this would be difficult but see i'm more you know when going out to eat i rather i could do my own barbecue i could grill myself so and i can make the seafood myself but if i had to choose between the two of which restaurant i'm going to it's definitely a seafood restaurant because i feel like your percentage of the food being better at a seafood restaurant mm -hmm. is better than a, a spot to go get barbecue just saying don't have not to mention the barbecue in atlanta is just trash it's just it's just okay but that's that's why we own grills bro so we ain't got to worry about that shit. Yes. all right so um now we got two two more here for you all right okay who is a commentator and this is across any sport that you feel might just be a little bit overrated come on we gonna i have skip bayers okay oh. <laughs> he just talks so much okay and he does speak on stats but he also speaks on to personal biases as well like he He's one of the people that make me not like the Cowboys. And he's so he's such on Tom Brady, but that like you can't say anything bad about Tom Brady or he gonna jump down your throat. And I'm like, I can't. So with Skip, that's why I, I'm happy Shannon left and I don't even watch Undisputed anymore. I'm what seeing more? a theme. I see a theme here because easy. Skip Bayless is the world's number one what hater. Who does he hate? On all the time. Who is it? Uh, LeBron. Yeah. Yes. LeBron. And then you ha and now you see why she's like to hell with Skip Bayless right there. <laughs> Makes sense. I wouldn't add you on that one. Hey, oh, don't add me. Don't gosh. Me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Commentator in any sport that you feel might be overrated. <sighs> Golly, he does great radio, but I know we've talked about this one off, but uh solomon wilcox is not oh. all game so don't at me on that he's it just stick to the radio he did he's great in the morning sirius xm nfl mm -hmm. channel great in the morning great radio just just don't call my football game get him off my broadcast he talked way too get him out of here get him out of here um who was the commentator in any sport that you feel might be overrated i feel might be overrated well this was a i looked at this I was like this is an easy one it's al michaels get his old ass out of here no man. no get him out of here no, no and you know man. why i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why i'm saying al michaels besides him being everybody he's now, crazy this reason, please. he uh, pronounces new orleans incorrectly and nobody has taken the time to correct him all right that's, that's said, why that's exactly that's why. why he says he says oh yeah the new orleans saints who says that <laughs> nobody and nobody's corrected his ass you get him out of here get him out of here now oh if he decides to pronounce it correctly i take back everything i said al michaels is a legend but as long as he pronounces new orleans new orleans you get his old ass out of here don't add he he is he calls such That's a great funny. game you, you gotta get him out of here no man somebody need to correct him they're like we can't correct al he's a legend it's wrong get him out of here Oh yeah, my man. god. He's so That's old funny. and at that point you just let him do whatever. No, you get him out of here. Pronounce it correct, Al. Then I'll take back what I said. All right. All right. So then we got the last one here for you. All right. What is your go-to album to listen to when you can't figure out what what to listen to? You scrolling through your Spotify or your Apple Music and you're like, dang, I don't know what to listen to, and you just automatically default right to this album. Which one is that? 
It's so many. Um, but I'm gonna go with her. Y'all know her? Yes. Yeah, her. She yeah. has a, oh, I don't even know what the t- name of the album is. I know what you're but talking one, about. One of her albums is oh my god. It got like 10 songs that I absolutely love. She's such a good singer. Like the song called You is great. Yes. She has a song called Rather Be, which is great. Um, what is every comfortable? Um, another song like every something I forgot what it's called but all her songs like literally everything she's saying is amazing like uh, entire all CDs everyone so her is like my current go to don't at me when there and you're right that album is that EP is outstanding all right, EZ, what is your go-to album to listen to when you can't figure out what to listen to? I, I don't know why I feel like this is going to be like some J. Cole or Drake or something like that. What, what you got? Yeah, I, I, if you want to get pissed off, you know, you know J. Cole. You know J. Cole's on there, man. Come on now. You, you know. All right, but, but, but which album is it, though? I mean... Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think about his mixtapes, you know, that Friday Night Lights, that... That that one's a go-to for me. It's a no skip. Um, it's definitely up there. But like my absolute favorite is is Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Like, I knew it was coming. It's a, it's a no skip. It's one of the best hip hop albums ever. We can fight about it. Don't at me. Um, you know when the night he didn't win that Grammy for best hip hop and fucking Macklemore got it. I just I've been I've been fighting for for its respect ever since. But yeah, don't at me. You do know um, periodically ever since that happened that on on the show. Well, back when we was doing Go Radio, bro, we used to bring that up every so often about how wow they really gave Macklemore this Grammy. Like they really did that. It was a thing that happened. So I could agree with you that that's trash. I don't know, but I'm not gonna mess with you on that. One. I ain't gonna ask you because that's your your choice on that. One. My go-to album to listen to when I can't figure out what to listen to. Um, so all right, so Snoop Snoop Dogg has this album. It's called "Pay the Cost to Be the Boss." So when I cannot find what I want to listen to, I go to that one because man, that was such a happy time in my life that when I listen to it, it just take me right back to that time where it was like carefree, you know, just feeling good. So anytime I'm looking for something and I can't find it or I don't know what to do, that's the one I would default to. Don't add me. All right, so Linnell, I'm a, I. That was the last one, but I got a bonus one for you because we just having so much fun talking to you. All right, what? is the absolute best NFL defense you have ever seen. Come on. Which year? The 2002 Buccaneers? Yeah, when they won the Super Bowl with, what, John, uh, Warren Sapp, Derrick Brooks. Man, we swept them that year, man. I think Simeon Rice was on there. Simeon Rice was on there. Defensive end. That was like the best ever. We swept them too, bro. I keep going back to that. They won the Super Bowl that year. We swept them, man. Man, but they won it though, man. They did. I won't ask you on that one, Linnell. Easy. What's the best defense you've ever seen? I won't try to read your mind because I think I can read your mind on which one you're about to say. Okay, well, I guess I'll let you pick first. Let me see. the 2013 Seahawks is my guess here. Yes, and and this just happened recently, so it's funny you ask this, and I don't want to take us down the rabbit hole tonight. <laughs> but it like we were just you know me and Dre and the guys from On the Go, we were just talking about those defenses the other day, 
And for the longest, I was like, man, you know that that Broncos 2015 defense just had everything you need. They had the pass rush. They had the corners. They had, you know, just a great team. And then we just started naming off dudes off the Seahawks in 2013. And it was like, hold the hell up. <laughs> this defense was great. <laughs> you had... You had everything. You had Richard Sherman. You had Brandon Browner. You had the lockdown corners. You know, Jeremy Lane. Cam Chancellor. Chancellor. And Earl Thomas. KJ Wright. Bobby Wagner. I was like, oh, no. Cliff Averill. Frank Clark. I was like, man, that is the best defense I've ever seen. Like, bro, Jimmy Graham didn't catch a pass in that playoff game. No one pass. He didn't catch a pass. Man, that, that defense was so good, man. And they just, they weren't boring. Like, the hits were great. They got turnovers. They scored points. It just, it's them, man. Like, I, you know me. I was like, man, that 2015 Denver defense, because, you know, they had uh, they had Ward at safety. They had Chris Harris. They had a key to leave. Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware. They had some dogs, man. Yes. And I was like, man, it's, it's Seattle. It's Seattle. Uh, all right, I I, I said I could read your mind on that one because I, I I figured that but would I, be on your I list. I just came to that conclusion like literally a few days ago. They were that they were that good. Why don't you listen? Why don't you ask the jerk about his Broncos that year uh, about how good they are? They're that good. All right, but I go ask you on that one. They are good. But the only correct answer to this question, bro, you know where this is headed. It's the two thousand Ravens. All right, it's the two thousand Ravens. I was going to bring them up if you didn't say that. I was going to say, don't forget the Ravens with Ray Lewis. Yeah. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life, Linnell. They went six weeks without scoring a touchdown. And they went five and one in them games. If they got ahead of you, you were finished. I ain't never yeah. seen nothing like that before. And you probably yeah. never will again. So that that's my choice on that one, though, for real. I ain't never seen nothing like what they possessed out there. They ain't even need a quarterback. Just don't turn the ball <laughs> over. They was going to beat you. All right? I, I can tell that. you, you know, that... Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to see something else like that again. But I tell you what, we had a good time definitely playing Don't At Me with Linnell Fletcher on the Aftermath. She did a great job with that, all right? So we definitely appreciate it. You are now listening to The Radio Show. I'm going to go on a limb here and say I don't hate the remake of Karate Kid. It's not that bad. It's not that good either. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So, um, now this was a great conversation. We had a, a lot of fun getting to know you, your story. I'm sorry that your your sister couldn't make it. Hopefully, you know, we can connect again and we can all chat. Mm-hmm. But this was a great conversation and we're just uh, grateful for, you know, you wanting to come, you know, agreeing to come on the show and everything. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I can't wait till it comes out. I love talking to you guys too. I like talking yeah. sports and everything. So. And you know, we went a whole sports conversation, and she didn't name a single team that pissed us off. So we can we can keep talking to each other, doing episodes. You know, hey, like it. It definitely sounds good. And I just want to uh, reiterate here, uh, just again, just to make sure and. Uh, you know, check out the podcast. A picture is worth a thousand words. So it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, right there on the screen. All right. Search YouTube. A picture is worth a thousand words. Remember, a picture, like a picture on the mound or a picture of beer, that picture. All right. And follow them on Instagram at the Fletcher Twins. All right. They're doing great content. You already seen this already from watching the show that Linnell know what she's talking about. And her sister does too. They know what they're doing over there. So make sure and give yeah. them a like, a follow, a listen. All that stuff counts. All right. 
So, uh, Linnell, again, once again, thank you so much for the time, and uh, we look forward to further conversation in the future. Thank you. Thank you. You are now listening to the radio show. Old people, people in general, stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we are back here on the Aftermath. Easy, we just got done talking to Linnell Fletcher. I mean, just a great guest, a wealth of knowledge inside the world of sports. How you feel about the interview? Great interview. Linnell is a great guest. Got to talk about a lot of different things. Um, they have a lot of great things going on the show right now. But uh, whoever she picks in the Super Bowl, make sure you bet on the opposite team. Please do if you uh, you know are minding your money and trying to bet on a winner. But she's a winner anyway, even though her teams you know seem to go in the opposite direction on her. But if you want to hear more from Linnell, all right, a picture is worth a thousand words. Podcast, all right, so that's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, right there on the screen, all right. YouTube, search for a picture is worth a thousand words, all right. Picture like you know, picture throwing the ball, picture of beer, a picture is worth a thousand words, and follow them on Instagram at the Fletcher Twins, and that's twins with the Z on the end, okay? Give them a like, a follow, a listen. Every single bit of it counts, and I know they would definitely appreciate it, all right? So, to round it out here, of course, we can't forget this part of it. If you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com, or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So, again, easy. it was great. Always kicking it with you, man. We had a great conversation with Linnell. Uh, it feels like a bring a friend night is probably going to be going on with that very soon. So definitely stay tuned for that one. But uh, again, great conversation. And please remember that, you know, every like and subscribe gets us another like and subscribe. So like and subscribe. All right. So again, much love to Linnell, Fletcher Twins. And uh, yeah, easy. Appreciate it. Hanging out with you. And uh, we will catch y'all next time. Peace. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk Podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics. As well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com.